0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. um, You are brave, (laughs) braving the weather It is well. How many people have been experiencing God lately, in a maybe something fresh, something God is saying, doing, revealing? Is there anybody who is having some dealings? Okay who else okay just one you look like you're yeah, having some <laughs> hallelujah I'm not going to call you to the front so don't, don't yeah I just want to to see because I know that there are things happening that if we don't, if we don't talk about it people won't know are you getting me? Yeah. So I know that God is working. You can see even someone's phone is having an encounter this morning. <laughs> yeah. This morning, I'm, I'm just... It's a. Bit, um, there are things I want to share with you, but it's a bit difficult to you know put it together in terms of title but let's call it uh, levels of knowledge okay how many people love knowledge yeah. <laughs> knowledge is power they say and um if you are able to if you are able to tap into the knowledge especially from above. Last week we were talking about the spirit of is it last week? The spirit of revelation. Okay, yeah. We're talking about the spirit of revelation. How you know things that's The spirit of revelation enables you to know things supernaturally. So you are able to access things that otherwise naturally you would not be able to access. And a a good example was when Jesus asked the disciples, Who do men say that I am? Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah. Some say one of the prophets. And Jesus now asked them, who do you say that I am? And Peter immediately said, you are Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So, Peter was able to speak by revelation. Okay? He was able to speak by revelation. He was able to Accurately articulate and define who Jesus was by revelation. And we've said that God cannot be known unless he reveals himself. You cannot know God just just by imagination or just by thinking. Thinking is not enough to reveal God, God has to reveal himself. Okay? But let's, let's look at, uh, let's start from the book of Proverbs chapter 2, Proverbs chapter 2 verse, um, from verse 1. It says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding." Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Hallelujah and find the knowledge of God. I want you to notice that, that there is a process that He is uh, revealing to us here. But the climax, the, the climax is finding the knowledge of God. That is the climax of all knowledge. That is the highest level of knowledge. The highest level of knowledge knowing God. And then he says, um, For the Lord gives wisdom from His mouth come what? Knowledge and understanding. All right? He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of His saints. Hallelujah. So we see here that uh, Solomon is speaking. (laughs) We know that this is, in in terms of knowledge, this guy had knowledge. (laughs) He had knowledge, he had understanding, he had wisdom. So much of it, there was nobody that was as wise as him. Years ago, I heard about how... um, there was a. I think it was was it a bridge or, well, there was there was a construction that was discovered, right, by archaeologists, and it was uh, dated back to the time of Solomon. And what they said is, the engineering. It, it I mean for that time. It's, it's just mind-blowing. So, he was definitely knowledgeable in all fields. <laughs> in all fields. But where did he get it from? From the knowledge of God. From God himself. So, he's talking to his son here. He says, if you will receive my words and treasure my commands within you, right? So that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. What I want to say is this. The Hebrew um, concept of knowledge is different from our concept of knowledge today. Our concept of knowledge today is gotten from the Greeks but the Hebrews have a different concept of knowledge. As a matter of fact, one of the Hebrew words for knowledge is yada, which speaks of intimacy. Are you following me? Yeah. So, um, but, so, to the, to there they, they is a level of knowledge. It starts, there's a superficial level where it's just intellectual. It's just intellectual. But it's supposed to go beyond that. Most of the time when we read the Scriptures or when we listen to the Word, we we don't go far enough. We don't go far enough, so we remain at the level of intellect. And you cannot get the treasure from the intellect just just at that level well there is some there is some benefit but the best is not there okay the best is not there so solomon is is giving us some advice here right he says that we need to, you need we need to apply our hearts to understanding and cry out for discernment. And lift up your voice for understanding. Now, this is all, talk- you see, if you look at that, it's prayer he's talking about. But he's saying you need to pursue in, in, in your prayers. You need to lift up your voice for understanding. You need to cry out for discernment. And these are all aspects of knowledge. So, the Hebrews, when it comes to knowledge, the Hebrews, um, they, they would press in until they begin to experience whatever it is. So, in other words, it's not just knowing it mentally, but it's also experiencing it in their bodies or in their lives. And so that's why I say there are levels of knowledge. There are levels of knowledge. So when you're looking at the Scriptures, all right, if you are going to benefit from it, if you are going to really know it, you need to look at it and look at it and continue to look at it until you begin to experience it. Because that knowledge is supposed to bring you to the place of experience. Are you following me? Yeah. So, you're not, if you know God, then you should experience God. Are you getting the point? Yes. So, if you know God, you should experience Him. So, it's not just a mental thing. So, the deception that our generation has faced is... Uh, in the fact that we limit everything to just the mental realm. So I remember this, and so I know it. (laughs) And interestingly, our education is as well. So if you're good at cramming, (laughs) am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, you have to cram to some point. Yeah, if you are good at just repeating what you were told, you are perceived to be knowledgeable. Correct? Yeah. So it's not just that. You need to press in, keep pressing in, go beyond the intellect and get to the realm of experience. So keep looking. Somebody say keep looking. keep looking. Yeah, keep looking until you feel. <laughs> keep looking until you begin to hear. <laughs> keep looking until it begins to affect your emotions. That's a level of, that's a level of knowledge. And that is why, have you noticed that there are some people, there are some people that if they come around you, you just find uh, you are excited. Why? Because, yeah, there is a way you know them. Am I correct? Yeah, there is a level of knowledge that triggers certain emotions in you. So, in our walk with God, we need to get to that point where it goes beyond just mental assent. And that's why we struggle, even in our faith, with, you know, we, because we know certain things mentally, we just believe we are there. But God's plan is for you to experience, experience His Word. Experience him. And you need to, there will be times that you would need to cry out for that experience. You need to cry out for it. He says, If you seek her, verse 4 says, If you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, you will understand the fear of the Lord. Have you noticed how emotional people are when it comes to money? Yeah. Oh no no you it's, it's as if I'm speaking Greek. You don't you don't you can't identify with what I'm saying. Huh? When it comes to money, people are emotional. <laughs> Why? to get it, <laughs> and they are ready to do anything to get it, am I correct, yeah, they are ready to do anything to get it, so he is saying that you need to apply the same effort, when it comes to pursuing the, uh, the things of God, knowledge of God, understanding, Huh? Wisdom. You need, to, you need to pursue it like that. So it, you need to get to a point that you even become emotional about it. Yeah. That is how you are going to find Jeremiah knowledge of God and that is the climax. Jeremiah says, let he that will boast Boast in the fact that he knows the Lord. Right? In other words, this person has pressed into a point where he has experienced God, he's intimate with God. So there is a level like that that we need to press into. So you need to keep looking, keep looking into the Word. Keep looking into the spirit. <laughs> Keep looking till you begin to experience, and then it, you you can apply it also in worship. Keep singing till you till you begin to feel. Do you understand? Keep expressing yourself till you begin to feel Him. Yeah. Because the Hebrews will they they normally would teach, they would, they would normally teach their children to the point where the child begins to experience it. To the point where the child begins to feel it. And that is how we should approach the things of God. So, don't be at that superficial level where you say, yeah, oh, well, I know that scripture. Have you, had, have your emotions been stirred up by that scripture? If they haven't, you have not yet known Him. You don't know it yet. Are you getting the point? Yeah, because you need to get to a point where you become intimate with the Word. So it now begins to create some kind of emotions in you where you are reading (laughs) a... You say, what, what, what? No, no, no. I just saw something. Ah. You are getting somewhere. Huh? As you are reading, you say... "Mm, mm, 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 mm. Mmm. (sighs) ha." This is serious. Yeah. Sometimes that happens to me. You know what I'm talking about? And you feel it deep, deep down. Yeah, you are, you are, you are getting somewhere. But if it's just, you just gloss over it and you just like, yeah, I read it before. You've missed it. You've missed it. yeah. Read until you feel. Somebody say, read until you feel. Read until you feel. Yeah. Somehow I'm emphasizing the feeling aspect now. (laughs) Because I know we word of faith people, we say it's not about feelings, right? (laughs) Sometimes I say, it's just a feeling. Yeah, it's just a feeling. Yeah. But... In, in 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 walking with God, you need to know where feelings come in. You know, you need to know when to ignore your feelings and when to emphasize the feelings. Yeah. There's a kind of feeling that if if I get that feeling before I minister, I know it's gonna be explosive. I always know. There is a particular kind of feeling, I know. Sometimes I can tell how a meeting is going to be ahead of time by certain kinds of feelings. Yeah. But because of ta- with time over the years, I have realized, okay, whenever I sense this, when I have this kind of emotion, when I have this kind of feeling, then it's going to be like this. And without fail, it's always been the case. But if you don't press into the point where you begin to experience him like that, you won't know. You won't know the difference. Okay? So, look at what Jesus says. Um, okay, let's, let's skip to John chapter 8. Look at chapter 8. Verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Okay? Then he says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, if you see, the the, the old James says, If you continue in my word, Verse 31, all King James. Jesus said, huh? then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him, if you continue in my word, can you see? Mm-hmm. If you continue, continue to behold the word, continue to press into the word, if you continue, and He's talking to people who already believed, eh? He's not talking to unbelievers. He's talking to people who already believe. So they've already believed on Him. But He's saying, go beyond the point of believing. Go beyond the point of believing. Continue. Continue in the Word. Continue to press in the Word. And He says, if you continue in My Word, then you are My disciples indeed. And then you come to the point where 32 now says, then you shall know the truth. Can you see? Now, what made them to believe before? Wasn't it the word? They heard the word in order to believe. Am I correct? Or is there anyone that believed without the word here? Okay. They heard the word to believe. They heard the word to believe, but then he says, no, you, you don't stay there Continue." continue beyond that until you get to a point that you become. Alright? So, they believed, then he says continue, and then you become. Right? So what you continue in is what you become. Right? So he says, if you continue in my word, then... You, are, you become my disciples. Alright? And then you shall know the truth. And then you shall know the truth. And know there. Somebody say intimacy. Yeah. Now you have become intimate with him. Now you have become intimate with the truth. And that's where the power in the Word is released. That's when it makes you free. So many, many, many times we're not free because we don't continue. Yes. Because we don't continue, we stay at the superficial level and we wonder why we're still struggling with those old demons. Come on. Yeah, there are some old-time demons that we're still struggling with. Why? Because we have not continued. Because when you continue, you get to a point that you just walk free. Because that device inside you, that thing that, that is used as a means of controlling you, that remote control um, technology that is deep within you, when you continue, then it gets broken. It gets dismantled. So, there are levels of knowing. There are levels of knowing. There is a superficial level which is just intellectual. But the ultimate is getting to the point where you begin to experience it it becomes, it affects your entire being. Not only does it affect your emotions, it affects your body. Hallelujah. It begins to affect your body. It affects your brain. It affects your life completely. So, we see that these guys... Um, okay, in fact, these guys make, Jesus is speaking to these guys. Then they answered him. Look at verse 33. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants. We have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? That's already bondage. That's a sign of bondage. That statement alone is a sign of bondage. Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. (laughs) And is there any of them there that didn't commit sin? (laughs) He's a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So, Jesus gives them more insight. Why? Because he could see that. So, he didn't get the message. They were not really understanding. They were not really getting it. So, he he drives the point home. The point is this. You can experience God to a level that you've never imagined. But it's only if you are willing to go further, to go beyond the surface, to go beyond the superficial. You keep looking. Somebody say, keep looking. Keep listening. listening. Yeah, keep listening till you begin to feel it keep listening till you begin to experience it. You know? I was listening to one of my messages recently. And I, I was listening, I just felt like screaming. You know, because as I was listening, something hit me. Hallelujah. Something hit me. I said, oh, pastor, but you preached it. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're you are missing the whole point. Because it's the spirit in the word that I'm after. So when you keep listening, when you keep listening, you get to a point where you begin to experience. You begin to experience it. I'm telling you. So if it happens to me, the preacher... Yeah. So, is it because I'm hearing what I didn't know? No. I spoke it, right? At least God inspired me to speak it. But I'm listening and, and this thing hits me. I say, oh my Lord, wow. This is serious. What is happening? There is an experience. You're going beyond, going around just... Information going now to the realm of experience. And our walk with God is supposed to be an experience. That's the difference between Christianity and other religions. Because it's a relationship. So you are now beginning to relate with the living word himself. Begin to relate with him. And that is the key to a lot of the things that you are looking for. That's why you find in First John chapter one, the Apostle John. I mean, this guy—if you want to talk about experiencing the Lord, this guy had it right. He had it all, and it uh, it culminated. On the Isle of Patmos. he <laughs> says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. Right? Which we have seen with our eyes. Which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. Now, I want you to notice that. That which was from the beginning, which we have seen. Huh? Which we have heard. Okay? So they went beyond hearing. They heard, but they moved beyond hearing. They, they got to the point of seeing. All right? With their eyes. And then they moved beyond seeing. All right? And then now their hands have handled. And what is he talking about? The word of life. And who is that? Jesus. Yeah. So, when you are dealing with God, try to get to a point where you can handle. Amen? Yeah. So, when he's talking about healing, go beyond First Peter 2.24 Mentally. By stripes I will, we are healed. Mm-hmm. Press into the point where you can handle it. Yeah. Because yes, it's there available for you. Yeah. But most of the time, we don't press in enough. Okay? So when it comes to the supernatural, you read in the Word of God, you read the Scriptures and you see, wow, these guys were something else. Are you going to press in until you handle that? Are you going to press in until you handle it? You need to press in till you can handle it. So these guys were able to handle it. The word of life. And it says, the life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. It's manifested. What is being manifested to you now? Because we're in the era of manifestation. You should be experiencing some things now. Okay? You should be when you, as you manifest the Bible, as you listen to the word, begin to desire the manifestation. Desire the manifestation. Lord, I want to experience this. Hallelujah. I want this kind of a thing to manifest in my life. If this happened to Moses, why can't it happen to me? If it happened to Paul, why can't it happen to me? If it happened to John, why can't it happen to me? So you see, you are going, you are going beyond that superficial level to the level of experience, to the level where you can touch it, you can handle it. To that, If we're able to go, to, to, to press into that, I can assure you, that your life will just be full of miracles. (laughs) Full of miracles because you just see something in the Scriptures and then you press in until you begin to experience it. And not just say, oh, wow, yeah, that's right, yeah. huh, That's the Bible, yes. I learned that in Sunday school. (laughs) Sunday school is good because it lays foundation. It gives you the the basis. But then you need to go beyond that. It goes beyond just a story. It's not just about Jesus walking on water. Right? It's not just about feeding the 5,000. It's about you experiencing the Word like He did. Are you ready for that? Yeah. We need to press in. We need to press in to get to that point where what you are hearing, you need to feel you begin to experience what you hear. Then it will get to a point that you come to church, as you are hearing the word, you begin to experience it right there and then. Because you would have developed the ability to tap into that dimension. You experience it instantly. Yeah. So you hear, but then you know by experience feel it in your body. Huh? Or a robot says that um, uh, years ago I watched a documentary they were they were interviewing him and he, he was talking about how he used to he used to wait wait till he felt something even before going to preach <laughs> so he says that when he has a crusade and people are waiting he is not in a hurry. Because he says he waits. He says, God, this thing, you must give it to me. You must, until he experiences God, uh, in his closet, he's not coming out. He's not coming out. So, but many of us Ah. there's no time <laughs> Take a Lord I'm just going by faith come on yeah and there's a place for that make no mistake about that there's a place for that but when you insist if you're hungry for something you will be fed you will be fed I want to close with Matthew 7 Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 We know the scripture. Jesus is talking about prayer here. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Now, the principle here is this. Whatever you seek for, you will find. Okay? So if you are seeking for an experience, to experience God you will find it. If you, if, you, if you ask to experience His Word, you will, find, you will receive it. Am I making sense? Yeah. If you keep knocking for that dimension to be open to you, it will be open. It will be open. But if you don't, nobody's going to do it for you. So if you remain at the superficial level, and you're not hungry enough, then you'll be left there. And there are still benefits at the superficial level. Make no mistake about that. (laughs) There are benefits. Knowledge is power. (laughs) Correct? Correct? Yeah, knowledge is power. So even on the superficial level, knowledge is powerful. But we're talking about the life. Experiencing the life, then we need to go beyond that. Go beyond that. So seek the life. The life in the word. Knock for those dimensions to be open to you. And we've said it before that in the in uh, in, in the Greek, its present continues. Huh? It says he. If, next verse, verse eight. Look at verse eight. It says, "For everyone who asks receives." How many? Everyone. everyone. So, without any exception. In other words, this principle is no respecter of persons. Everyone who seeks, who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Can you dwell long enough on this until you start experiencing it? Can, can, you, can you dwell long enough on this until you start feeling it? <laughs> you start feeling the door open. You, you start feeling dimensions opening to you in the spirit. Hallelujah. The things of God opening up. Opening up. What are you looking for? What are you seeking? What are you hungry for? What do you want? What do you want? As you continue to press in, press into that, press into that, you'll get it. You will get it, I'm telling you. You will get it. Let God be true. And every man a liar. So in the Greek, in fact, let's read it in the Amplified. How does the Amplified put it? We'll close with that. He says, for everyone, can you see? For everyone who keeps on asking receives. It's not a once-off. It's not a once-off. He keeps on asking. He who keeps on asking receives. And he who keeps on seeking finds. And to he who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. Can you see that? It will be open. So I'm praying that God will open dimensions to you. I pray that the depths of God will be open to you. I pray, you know, that that heights you'll be you'll be granted access to heights of glory. There are heights in the glory, I'm telling you. Because right there, even in heaven, they will be telling you to ascend. Read the Revelation. John is standing in heaven and he's asked to come up. (laughs) He's already up. But there's another up. (laughs) There's another up. So, whatever you've experienced, you can experience more. There's more. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. We're going to experience God. We need to bring all of this down so that other people will experience God. You know that if we pay the price, others will benefit from it. Yeah. And the whole nation can, can be blessed just by you pressing in. Us. Wouldn't it be great if all of us here, in fact, just those of us that are here, are enough if we can all enter into that place? Imagine we all, like, there was a time I was listening to a testimony of seven youths who were taken to heaven by Jesus. Seven of them were taken at the same time, saw the same things. <laughs> And then they were taken to hell and all of that. So imagine if all of us were just sticking at the same time. Yo! That would be awesome, right? Awesome. And then we come back. Ah, chaos. <laughs> all right, people, let us pray. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand.